Welcome to another encouraging word from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We are so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Are you ready for the word? All right. Tonight, won't you open your books, your books, your Bibles, or your phones, or your iPads, whatever you're going to be reading the word from, to the book of James. We're going to the book of James tonight. And tonight, we're going to walk through the word. We'll be in about uh, eight verses that we'll read here in, 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 in James, the first chapter. Then we'll go over to the fourth chapter. Specifically, we'll go over to verse number eight because I have something there I want to share with you. I love the fact that God never leaves us in trouble. He always gives us a word of encouragement. He always tells us what it's like, and then he tells us how we can fix it if we don't like it. And uh, then after we uh, do that, we're going to go over to Hebrews 11 and, 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 and read a verse. And I, I want you to know right up front that, that uh, God has a plan for our lives. Okay? And he wrote it right in here. And uh, tonight, as we open this word, I'm just going to encourage you to open your heart. Uh, let's begin reading. James chapter 1 and verse number 1. The Bible says, James, a bondservant of God. You ever wonder what a bondservant is? A bondservant is a, is, is a slave by choice. They have given themselves into a place that says that I am going to be your servant. I'm going to be your bondservant. You know, it, 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 it's not taking anything from me. You're not enslaving me because I don't want to be. You're not, you know, you haven't put me in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a uh, you know, in chains. You haven't, you know, you, you haven't, I have decided that I am going to belong to you. That God, you, in this case, James, a bondservant of God, you, you, I am yours. I give myself to you willingly. I am a bondservant, he said, James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad. He's letting them know right up front that not only is these 12 tribes, uh, the, uh, he's talking about Israel. You know, the, the, the Jews who are scattered abroad, not only is he a bondservant of their God, Jehovah, but he wants them to also know that he's taken another step. He's taken a step into becoming a believer in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as Messiah, as the Savior of the world. You know, a lot of times you can talk about God to people, but once you begin to talk about Jesus, once you zero in as he has done, I have not only given my life, he said, here to, to God, to the same God that, that you Jews serve, but I have given myself also as a bondservant to Jesus Christ. Something different happens whenever you talk about Jesus. He's establishing who he is here to these 12 tribes scattered abroad. Verse 2, my brethren, he said, <laughs> count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Now, it's just possible that, that, that you know, you could think somebody's a little bit nutty whenever they say get happy 
when you fall into trials. Just about like me a while ago, whenever I said, hey, put a smile on your face whenever you're going to work and you know you're going into a quagmire of people that are just worldly and, and without God and, and you know difficulties and you know all day long you're going to be bombarded with the world's problems. Put a smile on your face, put joy in your heart. That's what he's saying. He's saying you should get excited about something. You should get excited, my brothers, whenever you fall into various trials. Jesus was very specific about saying that we need to watch and pray that we do not enter into temptation, but we should count it all joy when we fall into temptation, when we fall into trials. This word trials means temptations, testings, tryings. It means problems. It means trouble. Count it all joy, my brother, whenever troubles come your way. Whenever you fall, whenever it happens that troubles present themselves to you. You know, we're not looking for trouble. Not one of you is going to go out tomorrow and look for trouble. At least I hope you aren't. Okay? You're not going to look to be tempted. You're not going to go to a place that you know that will tempt you. You're not going to look at things that you know will tempt you. You're not going to engage in things that you know it, it, it's temptation that's going to test you and try you. You're not going to spend your time sitting around you know, worrying about money and trying to figure out. You know, you're, 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 you're not going to enter into temptations, testings, trials, and tribulations. But you know as well as I do that sometimes they just come on you. Sometimes something happens. Sometimes uh, things beyond your control and all of a sudden you're overwhelmed with a temptation. You're overwhelmed with a trial. You're overwhelmed with a test. You're overwhelmed with a problem. And that's when James says that we should lift up our shoulders, lift up our head, and realize that we are not in this alone. For Almighty God has already designed he's already put into place a law if you will he's put into place something that that works knowing he said the reason you can count it all joy because you know i want you to know if you don't know let me tell you so you will know knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience now, how can a problem test our faith? How can a trial test our faith? How can trouble, how can a problem test our faith? Well, what he's talking about simply is your trust in God. Do you trust God when you have a problem? The problem has come trying to get you to not trust God. That's what he's saying. The test, the temptation, the trial has come to you trying to get you separated from God so that you won't believe God, you won't trust God, you don't think God is your hope. You won't imagine that God can or will help you. This problem is too big. How in the world can God help me with this? Count it all joy, knowing that the trying of your faith, that word faith is the word P-I-S-T-I-S, pistis, and it... it it, it means the truth, trying your trust in the truth. Do you trust the truth? You can't have faith unless you have the truth. And you can't have faith unless you trust the truth. Okay? The truth. You cannot have faith that you'll have a chocolate bar delivered to you from heaven every day at 2.30. You can't muster up that kind of faith. You can't believe for it. Because it's not in the Word. You have no Word to stand on. 
Okay? Now, if, if the Bible said in the book of Hezekiah, chapter 3, verse 26, that I, the Lord thy God, shall give thee a chocolate bar at 2.30 every day, then I could muster up some faith for a chocolate bar. Because you got to have the word. You gotta, it's trust in the truth. It's not just trust in something that's empty. It's not just God having said it without you trusting it. It's that God said it and I believe it. That's what your trust in the truth is. That's faith. And when faith is tried, it's tested because a temptation comes, because a trial comes, because tribulation comes, because disappointment comes, because this world, as God said, Jesus said it this way, in this world you will have temptations, testings, trials, and tribulations. But Jesus said, but be of good cheer. It's the same thing that James is saying, count it all joy. Be of good cheer. Why? Because you know that's not where it stops. It does not stop at your last problem. That's not where God stops. God does not stop at your last trial. God does not stop at your last disappointment. And that's what he's trying to get us to do. Don't stop there. Don't stop there. Don't stop right there. Don't stop right there. Don't stop right there. That's what he's trying to get us to do. He's trying to get us to get a little bit of energy. Because if you get depressed, you're apt to stop. If you get to doubting, if you get to worried, if you get afraid, if you stop trusting God, you will stop. But he says, don't stop there. Count it all joy. Get some energy in your life. Come on, just, just, just realize that the, the trying, the testing of your faith produces patience this word patience means the basically the ability to remain consistent your persistence that means that 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 the more that you are tried the more persistent it will work in your persistence that means that 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 i'm praying and i'm believing god and i'm asking god and this thing just keeps on it's trying to make me stop it's trying to make me stop i'm not going to stop and the more i don't stop the more i push against it then the more persistence i develop the more ability the more strength i develop the more capacity i have to resist even greater things and bigger things so that i can grow to the point to where once I was climbing hills now I'm climbing mountains don't stop we need to win in the small things we need to be able to to to, to you know uh, not be weary in our well-doing for in due season we will reap if we do not faint in due season there is a due season. Why is there a due season? I don't know. But I know that the seeds of our faith produce. As long as we don't stop, don't let life make us stop. Don't let the testing and the, and the trying of our faith make us stop. Because it will produce patience, persistence. Verse 4. But let this determination that I'm not going to stop. Let the fact that I don't see this as the end and I don't have to treat it like the end. I refuse to treat it like it's over. I refuse to treat my life like my life is over. I refuse to treat my business like my business is over. I refuse to treat my relationship like my relationship is over. 
I refuse to treat my joy like I'll never have anymore. I refuse to treat the hope that I have in Christ as though I have no more hope. I refuse to stop. I am going to let patience, my persistence, my ability to keep on keeping on under fire, my ability to remain constant under pressure, I am going to let patience have her perfect work, complete work. Because patience will work completeness, wholeness, soundness, fullness, so that I may be complete, so that I may be fulfilled. I've got to let my persistence in faith, I've got to let my tenacity of believing God against all odds and against every day, the day that I get up and, and, and it hadn't changed and I'm going to be persistent that day in trusting God. It's a trying of my faith. And the next day I get up and the next week I get up and the next month I get up and it's still not there and it's still not there. I refuse to let God down I'm not going to stop trusting him he is God and in as much as the grace of God allows me I will count it all joy knowing that the trying of my faith and the testing of my faith in God will produce a patience a persistence and that persistence will have its perfect work so that I might be perfect so that I might be complete so that I will lack nothing that's faith that's how we overcome because I promise you a year is going to come and go anyway whether you believe God or not tomorrow the sun's coming up anyway whether you believe God or not and if you think the devil's going to stop bothering you because you stop believing God you're wrong hello lacking nothing look at verse 5 it's a, it's a continuing thought here if any man lacks wisdom, what, what are you talking about here? If anybody doesn't know what to do or how to do it. If you don't know what to do about your problems, he's still connecting here to this trying of our faith. We're still connected to this, to this, you know, uh, this devil trying to rob us and make us stop and life making us worry. We're still connected to, 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 this, you know, to the problems that come our way. The trying of our faith. We're still connected here to, to, you know, the various trials and temptations and testings and problems. If any man lacks wisdom, if any man does not know how to get through the problem they're in, if any person does not know how to, to continue to trust God in a place where you feel alone and lonely and in a hole and in a deep dark pit and miry clay and, and you feel as though the whole world has gone crazy and you don't know what to do about it. You don't know what to do about your financial trouble. You don't know what to do about your relationship trouble. You don't know what to do about your loss and your fear and your worry. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Let him pray. He will say the same thing in chapter 5. Let him pray. You know, praying is not worrying. Okay? Praying is not telling your best friend about it. Praying is not putting it on Facebook. Instagram, TikTok. 
Whatever else might be out there, I don't know. Praying is praying. It's talking to God. Let him ask of God. How long do I ask? Well, Jesus said day and night. Continuing to pray. Pray till you pray through. Pray until you pray through and pray until you get through. Praying and pray until it's through. Let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. I like the King James. I memorized in the King James, upbraideth not. That means he doesn't just take it back. Doesn't uproot it. He'll give, it to, he'll, he'll give you wisdom. He'll help you every day. And all you have to do is manage today. All you actually have to do is manage your next thought. That's all. All you actually have to do is to manage your next word, manage your next impulse. All you have to do is manage your next concern. You know? You don't have to worry about tomorrow, Jesus said. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Every day is sufficient for today. What you need today is today. He gives to all liberally and without reproach. And, and, and if you ask of God, listen, it will be given them. Now, there's a promise of God. Better than a chocolate bar every day at 2.30. It will be given to me. If I ask God, how do I make it through this moment? How do I get through this problem? How, what do I do? How do I keep going? How do I keep on getting up and letting my light shine? How do I keep on and, 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 and not quit and not stop? How do I bear up under this trial, this heavy burden, this, this worry, this fear, this loss, this hurt, this pain? It will be given him. God will give you wisdom. Look at verse 6. But let him ask in faith. Oh, here's a, here's a conditional claim here. Let him ask in faith with no doubting. The word doubting there is, is, is the word that basically, uh, let, me, let me break it down to a very simple way that I understand it. This, this particular diachrono here is a, is a, a, a Greek word diachrono. Uh, let's say to hesitate, to waver, okay? To stagger, to hesitate. Abraham did not doubt at the promise of God. Stagger. He did not stagger at the promise of God. Same Greek word, okay? Hesitate. No, you know, uh, let him ask in faith without vacillating, without hesitating, without being in and being out, and without, you know, without you know, uh, 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 staggering. You know what, how, how, how a drunk staggers without going this way and that way and this way and that way and this way and that way. You know, uh, uh, um, uh, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. That means when it feels good, you'll feel good. And when it don't feel good, you won't. I'm just back and forth, back and forth. I'm tossed every which way to and fro with the wind. You know, one day, uh, you know, I, 
I believe God's going to help me. One day I believe he's going to give me wisdom. And one day I think he's going to help me get through this or hold up under it or bear up under it. And one day I don't. And the next moment I think in the next moment I don't. And I feel like he will and I feel like he won't. And oh, woe is me. Every time the wind blows, every time, you know, every time everything's going okay, I'm okay. And when things aren't going okay, the wind blows a different direction. I know, woe is me, God. Oh, I don't think I can do it. Oh, what is, you know, y'all know uh, how the wind blows. That's... Uh, that's what he's saying, and it, it's tossed to and fro by the wind. For let not that man suppose, the man that just is blown around by whether things are good or bad, you know, blown around by feelings instead of by the Word of God and their trust in God. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Oh, wow, that's kind of harsh. Verse 8, he is a double-minded man. He's unstable in all his ways. He staggers around in everything he does. You know? And if you look at it, that's real. If you can't trust God, you don't trust nothing. Hello? That's what he's saying. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Do you know, a person who goes to God believing that he cannot or will not help is unstable in all his ways a person that goes to God and asks God for help and does not believe that God can or will help is unstable in everything they do double-minded this word double-minded is 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 mentioned only twice in the New Testament uh, once here and once James mentions it in chapter 4 verse number 8 the Bible gives us a remedy. I love it. Verse, we'll, we'll look at verse uh, uh, 7 because it's a very um, memorable verse that leads up to verse 8. Because God does not leave us in a place just saying, listen, you know, if you're vacillating and hesitating on whether I'm going to help you or not, if you don't believe I'm going to help you, if you don't believe I can, don't believe I will, okay, then you're asking me is, is, is not working. It's not working without faith, okay? Because you're double-minded, you're unstable. Don't believe that God is going to, 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 to pour out His wisdom on you whenever you don't even believe He will, when you don't even think He will, whenever you don't imagine He can, when you think you're in a place where God can't help, you know, uh, or won't help or can't help, you're half right. Okay? He is, you know, so He says you're unstable. Don't let that person think He will receive anything of the Lord. Because he's unstable in all his ways. Okay? I mean, even if God gave it to you tomorrow, you'd just deny he did. You know, it's just instability. Uh, but God doesn't leave us there. God never leaves us in a box. I love that about God. God always, you know, brings us to a, to a, a, you know, to a place of something you can do. And here's what he says in, in, in James 4, verse 7 and 8. Therefore, submit to God. Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. Okay? You just keep resisting, you keep submitting. You keep submitting to the Word of God and keep telling the devil he's a liar and a stinker and he doesn't have any right here and get out of my life and I'm not going to believe what I'm, I'm not going to believe the worst. I'm not going to let you have your day in my brain. 
Verse 8, draw near to God. This is what we do in trouble when we're having trials and tribulations, when testing is coming our way, when we feel that we're unstable, when we feel like we're on the verge of doubting, when we feel like we're on the verge of quitting, when we feel like we're on the verge of, of, of just stopping right here, we draw near unto God. It is the time to get closer to God, not farther away. It's the time to get closer to godly friends, not farther away. It's the time to, to, to sing and worship and sacrifice of praise. It's time to draw near to God. God, and he will draw near to you cleanse your hands if there's anything you're doing that that, that 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 you shouldn't be doing cleanse your hands you sinner and purify your hearts you double-minded that's the second place you know you unstable uh you know purify your mind purify your heart cleanse your hands purify your heart draw near to God he will draw near to you it's a simple thing of trusting God. In Hebrews, we'll close with this verse in Hebrews. It's just, if you're in James, it's just one more book back toward the front. Hebrews 11th chapter, listen to what this says, verse 6. This is the faith chapter. But without faith, without trusting the truth, without trusting in the Lord in the midst of your trials and tribulations and testings and temptations and problems, without continuing to let patience have her work in you, persistence and keep on getting up the next day and giving him a shot, next day. All you got to do is just the next thought. All you got to do is just the next confession. All you got to do is just the next prayer. That's all. That's all. And God will, the Bible says, he will cause patience to have her perfect work in your life. And you will lack nothing. You know, uh, um, Without faith, it is impossible to please him. Why? Because the person that comes to God, two things are required if you're going to draw near to God. Settle this in your heart tonight. These two things are critical. Number one, you must believe that he is. And then number two, you must believe that he is a rewarder of those who draw near to him he rewards those who seek him not those like i said that complain on facebook or social media not those that just you know worry or tell their best friends but those that draw near to god those that seek him he's a rewarder or rewarder of those who diligently seek him so james tells us Count it all joy. How in the world do we do that? One moment, one thought at a time. Because God's not finished right now. And just because it hurts doesn't mean God's not right there. He's hurting with you. Okay? And He will have His complete work in your life. Give Him a chance. Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to all of our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.